want to bring you into this conversation that is actually happening at City Hall. And a lot of times with the news, there's so much information being thrown at us every single day. We have real problems in the city that sometimes there are real issues that get swept under the rug because there's just so much happening. Well, one really could impact the economic well-being of Memphis, Tennessee. That's why I'm honored to welcome in Jared Price, candidate for city council and former president of the Downtown Neighborhood Association to help us break down Memphis in May and that it could be in jeopardy. Jared, good morning. Welcome back to the show. How are you? Hey, good morning. Glad to be back with you guys. So you've got to help me, the listeners, understand how this is still a battle. I mean, while these, I guess we say adults are in the room, spending their time arguing, we could be on the brink of losing the number one moneymaker for our city with this festival. Yeah, you know, I've been beating this drum for three or four years, ever since uh, 2019 when they revealed the plans to remodel the park. And I knew it was going to be extremely problematic for the festivals. Um, but you know, some people chose to listen, some people didn't, but, um, you know, here we are and everything I expected to happen has happened. Everything I've said is going to, you know, it has come to fruition. Now this week, from my understanding, we, they are closer to signing a deal with Memphis River Park Partnership, but let me just put out an analogy here. If I was the tenant of a I'm sorry, if I was the landlord of a excellent tenant who brought hundreds of millions in economic activity to our city, I wouldn't be remodeling my property to make it harder or to shrink that tenant's capability. I would be doing everything I could to expand it and help them grow. It's already happening because according to Jim Holt, he's the president of Memphis in May, the attraction brings in 35,000 people, but due to the park redesigns, they budgeted for only 22,000 fans this year. So we're already going to lose money if it is actually going to take place. Yeah, so I think those figures, the ones that I've seen, it's like it goes from 100,000 for for Bill Street Music Fest to 66,000. And then the tents for Barbecue Fest go from 250 to 170 or something like that. But, it, I mean, that right there tells you that that's less people in Memphis during those festivals. That means less hotel rooms, less business for our, our customers for our businesses in the city, and less tax dollars. So because we're going to remodel a park that the majority of the public did not support this extensive of a remodel, because you push that through anyway against the majority of the people, now we're also going to lose potentially millions in economic dollars, all because of a park remodel. I mean, this is, this is to me, what, what, what I was so concerned. And so many businesses and hotels in the city are concerned about it as well. Um, you know, it, it, my thing is we had a community engagement event before this remodel took place. We partnered with a company called Just My Memphis. And they came and they engaged all, you know, had an engagement about this park remodel, and the majority of the people spoke up and said, we're for some improvements in Tom Lee Park, but nothing this expensive. And they said, we would rather see Mud Island fixed because it looks like a zombie land over there. But for some reason, 
Memphis River Park Partnership, led by Carol Coletta, went and lobbied only for Tomley Park and this huge budget of $60 million, and they pushed through that massive remodel anyway. So not only is this affecting our economy, our businesses, our hotels, our entrepreneurs, but it's also affecting the people of the city because the majority felt like they are not listened to. Mayor Strickland and City Councilman Frank Colvett, they're actually saying that this is on Memphis in May and they're refusing their refusal to come and pull up to a negotiating table. Is it? I don't think it's on Memphis in May. I think that we knew, like I said, for years and years and years that this park model was going to be problematic. Uh, and Memphis in May knew it was going to be problematic. Now, they say that they went to the table with Memphis River Park Partnership to discuss what they needed for the festivals to take place in the park. But still, with this redesign that came out the way it did, you have less parking for people to go down to visit the park. It went from 250 parking spaces down to 60-something parking spaces. So just that small portion tells me that Memphis River Park Partnership probably didn't adhere to their part of the mediation or their part of the agreement because mediation says parking shall be consistent with expected park usage. It says that in the mediation that they agreed on between Memphis River Park and Memphis and May. And now they're expecting new, all these other new visitors, so many more new visitors to the park. You're autumn, you're by doing cutting the parking, you're violating your own terms of your mediation. So if they're willing to violate just the terms of the mediation regarding parking, God knows what else they don't consider. And I'm sure that that's probably part of the problem Memphis and May is facing is the stuff they did try to agree on. It's not being implemented, and no one's holding Memphis River Park Partnership accountable. So I, I compliment and, and stand with one of our city council members that said uh, if, Mem if Memphis River Park Partnership can't come up with an agreement, they need to be disbanded. And I'm assuming you're referring to Councilman Martavius Jones because he's he's over this. And Jared, he is saying we may seek to dissolve the park people if they cannot get an agreement sooner rather than later. Do you think it should be resolved? I do. Or dissolved, excuse me. Yeah, dissolved. I, I do think Memphis River Park Partnership should be dissolved. I, I think having these quasi-government entities is a waste of tax dollars. We, you know, we this entity used to be the Riverfront Development Corp. Now it got rebranded into the Memphis River Park Partnership. But everything that we've seen that they've done has been not on time and not on budget. And what they are in charge of, the parks, the Memphis sign, now this remodel, Bill Street Landing, everything that they're in charge of ends up falling apart due to bad maintenance or bad management or ends up over budget. I just went out to the Memphis sign just the other day. And, you know, that sign is not that old. And I went out there, and the placard to read about the Memphis sign was peeling, faded, wow. broken, chipped. The Memphis sign itself has rust marks on it. It looks horrible. And I've made the comparison. I said, if this is what this looks like, and this is a simple sign, if this is what this looks like in a few years, can you imagine the monstrosity of this Tom Park remodel, what it's going to look like in a few years? So, yes, I do think that they need to be dissolved. We have plenty of tax dollars going toward a parks department with a staff, with a uh, parks director that makes six figures or near it. 
And we have plenty of people in our city in the parks department that can run our city parks. And, you know, if we can't get better results out of Memphis River Park Partnership receiving three to four million at least a year in our tax dollars to run these parks, if they can't do what they need to do, we, the city needs to do the same thing that they did with the, with the waste management when they had concerns about that. They brought them before the council. They said, you're not doing your job. You have a government contract with us. If you don't do your job, we're going to void your contract with us because you're failing to perform. Now, just, I mean, just personal observation and your point about the Memphis sign on Lead Island, I also run over there frequently. It's It doesn't look great. And I'm looking at the new park because I run past it every day. I'm thinking, how long will that massive otter slide look like that otter slide like it looks <laughs> right now? You know, I mean, wh- what about uh, could we do like something related to Memphis? I mean, maybe a buffalo in homage to Shelby Farms. I mean, a rattlesnake, the Mississippi. I mean, why a big old otter slide? I, I That one got me. I really am not sure. They said that there are otters in the Mississippi. I personally have never seen one. Um, but, you know, I think that's what happens whenever you, you take a city park a beloved park that was already voted one of the Memphis's favorite parks, just as it was. So you got to remember, people already loved Tomley Park, right. just like it was. It was voted that way every year in Memphis Most Awards and the Memphis Flyer and all that. But you take a park and you say, I want to remodel it, and you send all of these hundreds of thousands of dollars into a firm to design the park who's not from Memphis. So first of all, why aren't we keeping that money in Memphis? Let's give that to a local firm. Um, And even if that local firm chooses to consult with exterior firms in the nation or the world that are, you know, award-winning park firms, at least you're keeping the dollars and the management here in Memphis, um, the design management here in Memphis. Um, So that's what you get when we outsource things like this. Now, I'm all for, like I said, if we hired an architecture firm here in Memphis and they chose to receive input from an exterior source or an out, you know an outside source from somewhere else in the in the world, I'm all good with that. But at least they could say, no, I'm sorry, that feedback that you're giving us or that design that you're giving us doesn't quite represent Memphis. Let's do something else. Unfortunately, we didn't really have that going on. We had Studio Gang, who basically was probably pushed by Carol Coletta, and it was all it all came together. And it ended up – the park design ended up taking away our historic Riverside views. So when you drive down Riverside Drive, you see hills now. We might as well rename the street Hillside Drive. <laughs> um, we yeah. see giant river otters, um, and we see less parking for people who want to drive from Whitehaven, Frazier, Midtown, you know, South Memphis, North Memphis. When they go down there, now they're going to have to fight for those 68 parking spaces. I mean, it's just this whole thing has been quite a bit of a bit of a mess. All right. Jared Price, candidate city council, super district eight position three running for that. Also former president of the downtown neighborhood association. And we're going to call him the watchdoc of Tom Lee Park (laughs) and the crap going on there. All right, my friend, thank you for joining the show this morning. Hey, thanks for having us. Join anytime.